Emily. Danny. We know one thing about today. What do we know about it? That it's a spooky day. <laughs> you look so concerned. Like you I were didn't nervous. know what you wanted me to say. Uh, before we get in, it's Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. You're from St. Louis. Born oh, and raised. I'm all in on this question. Have you always told jokes when you trick or treat? I'm so glad you brought this up. Yes. I've always told a joke. Uh, you don't get candy if you don't tell a joke. That No ifs, ands, or buts. I we moved to Columbia, Missouri, my junior year of high school, and I was I loved like passing out the candy, and mm-hmm. these kids just were coming up being like, "Put candy in my bag," <laughs> and I was like, "Where's the joke?" Like, and they're like, "What the hell? You've are you done talking nothing about? to earn this candy. You have to master the art of comedy, and then you've earned the candy." Do you think that Halloween and the transactional nature of joke for candy has contributed to people's negative impacts on religion and the transactional nature of that? <laughs> I think it fueled that in me a little bit, maybe. I so I didn't know that was a thing, and I'm a like I can be contrarian, and I remember the first time I went trick or treating with Knox, who was like two at the time, maybe. Uh-huh. And someone's like, "All in right, St. Well, Louis, yeah." And someone's like, "What's your joke?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> like, well, you have to say a joke to get the candy. I was like, "Screw you, lady! Like, just give us the candy." I was not into it, and I've gotten better, but I'm still a little bit of a curmudgeon about it. That I'm a commercial about people who don't. So my, but it's even like my boyfriend lives in Belleville, Illinois, and he never told a joke. Like, right. I feel like that's like pretty close to St. Louis, hmm. but it doesn't bleed over. It doesn't and I think bleed that's over. messed up. But for our St. Louis region listeners or anyone that's from somewhere that tells a joke. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. On our Spotify, there's a little poll. It's going to be, what is your favorite halloween candy joke put it in so we can know also in the comment section let us know i'd be interested to hear some good ones do you have a favorite yes i have two because my dad was a math teacher and so he gave me these okay um i think they're pretty good uh the first one is what did the acorn say when he finally grew up i don't know gee i'm a tree oh that's funny i didn't (laughs) You said the math teacher thing, and I was and like, didn't, didn't even go yeah. to a math thing. All right, one, that's pretty good. I like that. Okay, the next one's also math related. Okay. What uh, what kind of underwear does a mermaid wear? I don't know. Algae bra. That's good. I like that one a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. So my dad gave me those, and we would use them. One year, I didn't. One year, my mom dressed me up as Princess Leia, and I didn't know who that was. Yeah. But she was like, everyone's going to love this. And How do they so feel about it? They loved it. But okay. I was like just walking around pouting because I was like, I don't know who I am. I like that. Yeah. I, I told a pastor that story one time and he was like, I think that is an image of infant baptism. How you get. <laughs> this is the pastor that you're thinking of. Because uh, <laughs> he, he was like, because he was like, you, you got all of the benefits of being a part of the Star Wars community, but you didn't do anything to deserve that. And you didn't know it. I think <laughs> I think that's partially true. I think, I think you have neat. to be like hardcore pastor mode to be like, I'm going to turn your Halloween costume into a baptism reference. Yeah, we were sitting at a bread co. And I was just kind of like. As you do. Anyway, um, did you, do, do you have a Halloween joke that you tell Knox and Joe to say? Um, I 
don't, but their favorite joke, they try to do this one. It doesn't go over as well okay. with people, but it's uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting. No! <laughs> Classic. That's her favorite. That's a great one. Yeah, it's it's not received well, uh, <laughs> partially because they can't wait to scream moo to get to the setup. So it's more like knock, knock, who, moo! So, so, these are like nine and seven-year-olds, so it's like they should get timing down a little better at this point. I love that. What are they going to be this year? Do you know? Josephine is going to be a pink lady from Greece. Cute. Uh, Knox wants to be a player from St. Louis City soccer team. Oh, that's and cute. And so he gets really mad at me because I keep saying the wrong player's name, so I'm not even going to try to say it. Okay. Big fan of the pod. I know he listens. No one upset. <laughs> so, uh, but he does. He wants to be a soccer player. Okay, cute. Yeah, it'll be good. And then Grace is going to be. I can't remember what she's going to be. Can she like choose yet? No. Okay. Can any of us choose? God chooses us. You know we have saying? no choice on anything. <laughs> um, no, she, I can't remember what it, she's still in like the age where like you kind of get these like full body sweatshirt costumes. Yeah. Like she was uh-huh. like a strawberry last year, uh, which was really cute. And she'll be something in that, uh, That's great. that realm, I think. Cool. Yeah. What was your favorite Halloween costume? Uh, I have, I never, we've never talked about this. I don't think I, so. I remember one time trick-or-treating in my entire life. And my I remember most of the other time we would just like sit up in my parents' room and watch like scary movies and eat Halloween candy. Mm. So I like can't remember a childhood Halloween costume. Okay. Uh, I did go as my wife Annie last year. I put on her high school basketball practice jersey, a blonde wig, and carried around her Webster Groves High School Hall of Fame plaque. That's uh, pretty around good. town and so that was my that was my favorite i've had but that was probably like my third halloween costume of my life oh my gosh okay yeah. that's even funny. when i've like done it with my kids i just like go as me i just go as dad and i fall behind oh for sure so i don't wear a lot of costumes but there was like no religious reason we didn't do it they just i don't think yeah the one time i remember going like was my grandma from south dakota was in town and she was like we're going trick-or-treating and we went trick-or-treating there you go my favorite costume is I was one year, I was really into the movie Spy Kids. Okay. And I wanted to be, and I was a secret agent. And this was honestly the coolest costume ever. So my mom got like two wigs, two different trench coats, and three different pairs of sunglasses. And each house, I changed like something so that I was always like, no one could keep track of me. I like that. You know, it wow. was very creative. And that it was super. And so I would be like, brown wig blue coat those sunglasses and mom would be like okay and i'd like do a quick change every single house which maybe sounds really extra looking back on it but i loved it it's pretty extra uh but we could talk for hours right i'm sorry but this is a deconstruction podcast (laughs) not a halloween costume podcast right um so yeah uh, we're going to start with email corner, a spooky email Mm. corner someone asked a very spooky question and said (laughs) it said Thoughts on Halloween? Question mark. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> um, so first, I want to I want to talk about. I think Halloween and deconstruction actually coincide a lot because I do think there's a lot of Christians who have issues with Halloween. Yeah. So you said you didn't have any experience with like not being able to do Halloween because of religious reasons, right? Yeah, but I had like friends growing up that were religious and did do it. Some that 
didn't do it at all because of religious reasons. Um, but yeah, our family, like we didn't do it, but it wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with that. What about you? I mean, it sounds like you guys had no issue with it. Right. Yeah. We personally did not but it was interesting, like going to Christian school because I definitely was around some kids who I feel like most kids in my, that I grew up with were like fine with Halloween. Um, but I did have some teachers that were like, we are celebrating not Halloween, but Reformation Day yeah. because those are on the same day. Uh-huh. And so we were like, screw Halloween. We're going to talk about Martin Luther and those 95 theses. Yeah. What a banger. So if you want to celebrate both, maybe you could get 95 Reese's. Wow. Did you come <laughs> up with that right now on your no, own? No. Okay. That's one of my favorite tweets from a while back um that's funny <laughs> i do think what's interesting about like christians and halloween is like even if you don't celebrate it or you do celebrate it yeah. i do think like especially in your tradition there is a desire to like parlay it into like something pseudo not even pseudo just yeah. like create a christian alternative and like at the well we're doing trunk or treat but like we're not there's no secret religious meaning to what's happening yeah. but like a lot of like baptist churches will do like hell houses where like they take you through these haunted houses that are supposed to simulate the different stages of hell and the end they're like do you want to talk about accepting jesus at the end like have you heard of those oh for sure yeah and so like that is something i feel like um is kind of frequent actually in my sermon this week and i am talking about uh my one experience like going through an all-nighter and at the end like they like try to it was like they hopped us up on Mountain Dew mm. like at one in the morning, made us watch Left Behind. And then they were like, all right, we're going to, if you feel compelled now, do you want to accept Jesus into your heart? And you're like, well, yeah, I do. Like, I'm terrified. It's two in the morning Gosh. and my body is like on all sorts of adrenaline. Like, of course I want to do this. And you've locked me in this church. Right. I do think it's funny. We call them all nighters in Oregon. You guys call them lock-ins. Yeah, and I think freaky. Yeah, I would never have chose to go to a lock-in as a child. I never went to one. They sound awful. Well, everyone always told me if you go and you do fall asleep, then they'll like pour Mountain Dew on you. And I was like, can't do that. We would antique people, which would be to throw a flower in their face. <laughs> I just am like, sometimes a girl wants to sleep, you know? Yeah, so not I never an all-nighter or a lock-in. Lock-in is, yeah, that's, a, you're right, that's. Speaking it's, of spooky, that's a really scary I mean, thing. Spooky. spooky. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would say like definitely we kind of just ignored Halloween in okay. my schooling, I guess, is we would just be like, it's Reformation Day. And some of us would be like, why do we have homework? It's Halloween. And they would be like, don't talk about it. You know, like I feel like we kind of just ignored it, but I don't think I don't feel like I had a lot of friends who like looked down on us to trick or treat or anything. Yeah. Um. However, I did see this reel that I sent you. Yeah. I would like to read it because I thought it was. <laughs> Sorry. Um. And it was basically this woman, and she's like crying really hard in her car, and she said, "POV, you just sorry." POV, you just left Home Goods after having enough of their Halloween decor and are trying your hardest to drive safely while you're mourning all the souls who are choosing death this fall season and will reject Christ. They'd rather let demons sit at their table than Jesus. Right. It's a lot. Yeah. And like she kind of goes on in her caption to be like, I saw fake skulls and, and fake potion bottles. Why would people ever invite death into their home like that? 
how sick and twisted are deceiving spirits that a majority of people don't see the harm in it. Like she was really going all out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole video. I mean, like it's, you sent it to me and I watched it the first time through and I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be like satire because she's like, so right. Um, which I, sometimes I do like, it's pretty performative. Like this person like left home goods and like, all right, I'm going to get these tears going. Like they didn't leave and like their phone wasn't just accidentally recording them. Like this was a calculated That's very true. thing to do. But I did, however, stalk this person and she seems pretty intense. Yeah. It was on brand for her content. Yeah. Uh well maybe we should signal booster, put her video on the on the pod. So uh, I shared it on Instagram so oh, we're great. gonna talk about it. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll put it in the maybe. video. Who knows? Yeah. Uh here's what I'm thinking though. Like it yeah. opens up a really interesting question of how should Christians engage with Halloween? I So I heard a sermon one time where a pastor said this, and I want to get your take on it. Mm-hmm. He said, I think Halloween is actually one of the most Christian holidays because we, we, we spend a day getting together and mocking death. Yeah. And that's like kind of intense. But, <laughs> but I also thought it was like kind of sweet. Yeah. I... I think that putting myself in the shoes of the person who said it, like, I think the tone and the overall message would have likely delivered a slightly different message than the playful one that you're portraying. Yeah, that's probably true. But I don't know. I wasn't there, so I don't know. But I think that, like, what we can do is, like, yeah, like, if we believe in life after death, like, I always do whenever I'm in a church, like, some sort of afterlife series, right, Mm. during the month of October because of the time where people are naturally pondering this kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that it's an interesting thing to talk about and something that provides us a lot of fear. And like everyone who's not a Christian is having a buckets of fun on mm-hmm. Halloween. And oh, there's a group of people that are just terrified in their homes. Yeah. Right. And so I think there is something to be said of like trying to f- find the joy in a day like this you know i i do know like it i think there is it can be a very fun like there's a lot of candy you can come together and i think like costumes is fun and that goes back i'm pretty sure it goes back to like the idea of like putting on a costume so that death like misses you right and so like there is something i do think the idea of like kind of like death is powerless over this day yeah there is something that I think is really profound and beautiful. And yet at the same time during this season, we are like kind of surrounded by reminders of death. So it's a little bit confusing. My boyfriend and I were at the the store at home and we were like walking by the skull and it was like, I feed on children's souls for dinner. Yours is the first soul I'm going to eat. And now it's like something we say like it's as a joke. Intense. But it was like, this is a lot, you know? Yeah, that is a lot. I would not put that in my house because that would like just give me nightmares. And my kids, when I turn on our alarm, uh-huh. we have a Simply Safe alarm, and it'll be like in those like women's was like Simply Safe armed. And my kids, I guess they didn't know we had one. And our, one night, like they came out like, "Who is this lady's voice that keeps talking uh-huh. in the middle of the night?" So they would have like they would have hated that. Yeah. But back to this lady's video, right? Like for her, her thing is like. W- she is making it out to seem like we are worshiping these things, you know, by like, like 
creating this holiday of fun and because there's all the things you said, right? Like yeah. it's community and there's fun and we could be mocking death and there could be Christian values that are found in it. I think that a lot of people that find Halloween to be really sinful don't see the other side of the coin of how idolatrous Christmas could be, like the way we celebrate mm, Christmas in America. Mm. And so for me, this isn't probably like that well-formed of a thought, but I get stopped in this conversation because of like the hypocrisy in the two. It's like you're pro doing breakfast with Santa at your church to like bring new people into mm. your church. But like the idea of like leveraging this holiday for fun and joy and for anything church would like rub you the wrong way. So I don't know, like this is, I mean, this could just be like me skirting responsibility and way too. I just don't think Halloween's that big of a deal. I don't really care for it though. It's like probably my least, I love fall. Yeah. But Halloween's my least favorite Halloween, but has no religious reason for that. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I always liked, we used to like all go to my grandma's house and that was like super fun. I I like Halloween, <laughs> but I definitely don't, I wouldn't say I get in the Halloween spirit because mm-hmm. to me that's just like dark and scary a little bit, but I agree. Like she said, like we, they're like, so I like, honestly, I went on a deep rabbit hole of her content after I saw that video and it was pretty interesting. So she apparently has this story where she used to be super into like, new agey like witchy kind of even like devil worshiping type thing and then one day she just was like nope it's actually jesus and like found jesus and all that and so i think for her halloween might be a kind of like triggering to her okay in a sense of like she's like i worked so hard to get out of that and now people are just like joking about it or putting it in there yeah and i think that there's there's probably I think her story goes into this video that she created, but I do think largely I think the real conversation is Christians making things the enemy that like no one's really trying to be. I don't think Halloween is people trying to be anti-Christian. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of the conversation. I also think a part that you glossed over that is a, another huge part of the conversation for obviously her and us is like what are the landmines in our own stories that mm. can pull us back into like really bad like for her her story was connected to things she found to be like anti Jesus right yeah. and demonic and sinful and things like that and so obviously a time like this would be like incredibly triggering right yeah. and it would pull her back especially when she feels like the way she's going is really trying to and we're like, I feel bad cuz like initially it's our like we're kind of poking fun at it a little bit but like for her like this is like deeply spiritual and important uh-huh. you know what i mean and so i think that's the hard thing to look at it from her perspective is to say like well we shouldn't make fun of her because it's not like she's being like overly zealous or like hurting anyone like it's really rooted in her story it's a little bit performative maybe but i also think like on the other side of it we could do the same thing with all sorts of other stuff you know yeah i think we can acknowledge her story and also i do think maybe there's a difference between being like this is something that's really hard for me to deal with because of my story versus like anyone who celebrates halloween is inviting like satan into their home and is like yeah it's not ultimate right it's not this is like one size fits all for everyone like this is her story right right like i just read christianleaders.com just put out an article about and it makes sense that it came out like in the halloween season but like how the enneagram is like demonic and this christian 
who like author leader or whatever was promoting it and she realized that she was promoting this spirit devil demon world and like is repenting of all of that and i think like this time of year we over demonize literally and like spiritualize a lot of things because everything is kind of spooky and spiritual Ooh, during this yeah. season right i don't know i can i be honest with you yes i just don't have that many opinions on halloween <laughs> like for like when you sent me that video initially i watched it and i was like i felt like i can't believe someone feels this strongly and part of it like wasn't that she felt strongly it's my profound apathy for it that makes me like i just don't understand like you could feel the complete opposite with the same level of fervor and i'd probably feel the same level of apathy yeah honestly i feel i feel a little bit similar i think this is i think maybe for both of us who don't have that much like halloween baggage other than candy am i right um (laughs) dude i straight murder reese's we have three bags that will not make it to halloween i've already put i take two reese's and I put peanut butter in between them. Ooh. And then I put them into peanut butter ice cream. <gasps> and then I sprinkle chocolate chips on them. That sounds magical. And then I don't get off my couch. <laughs> um, diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a fruity candy girl. Ooh. Like I like like Sour Patch Kids type deal. Love Sour Patch Kids. Also love um, Pink Starburst. Favorite of all time. I like all the Starburst except for Pink. I can't. That's the hottest take you've ever had on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> is that for real? That is you very like real. Yellow. I love yellow. Red. Love red. Love orange. Red. Taste. I skip the pinks and I put them in a pile and I don't eat them. Well, bring your Starburst here, and we'll. That's. I know that that's insane. <laughs> I know that that's a very hot take. And one time, I had a teacher who literally yelled at me because <laughs> I said. I was like, yeah, I'm not really a pink Starburst person. I was like, I just don't think they're that juicy. And she yelled, they're the juiciest one. And I was like, it's not that deep. But You probably love, I'm sorry, we're not done with this. <clears throat> so you probably love the two-pack Starburst, right? Because they're almost never pink in there. So and when they are pink, when they're two pinks, I just want to die. Yeah. And I just am like, well, that's how I that's feel when waste. they're both yellow. Uh, I love when they're both yellow. Last candy question. Okay. Um <laughs> I should I should have assumed we would have talked more about candy on this, but uh-huh. Jolly Ranchers are very very polarizing. One, really? do you like them? And then if you could rank your top three flavors, done. Um, I do like them. Okay. Um, I would say I like them a lot. Uh, I pretty much like them all equally, except for watermelon. I hate watermelon, but if I had to rank, I think I would say cherry, grape blue raspberry apple watermelon okay i how do you feel uh i would rank them as only watermelon <laughs> everything else is trash. we should we need honestly we should like get together for trick-or-treating and we could just share all the candy that the other person doesn't like um you're being incredibly rude right now dustin just texted us <laughs> mike and ike mega mix sour <gasps> unreal unreal actually the mega mix is kind of like a lot for me because i've never had it before i don't really like the watermelon but the mike and ike zours that's where it's at i know this is the deconstruction podcast but it's turned into a candy one people want to hear other things that we have to say <laughs> i would like to say that watermelon is the most hated on candy flavor it's always the best 
Water. Yeah. That's because watermelon's the worst flavor of everything. Well, I'm allergic to real watermelon, and so this I make up for it. the only way that you glimpse yeah, watermelon. Yeah, I get a little bit of well, watermelon. Banana's pretty good, but only <gasps> banana um, Laffy Taffy. All the other banana I don't really like. Banana Laffy Taffy, though, juiciest candy that exists banana is banana Laffy, Laffy Taffy. Banana Laffy Taffy makes me want to throw up. All the other Laffy Taffies I love. Watermelon. Strawberry. <laughs> Strawberry's just boring. I think strawberry is pretty good. D- Dustin says all the time, you know, we need to argue more on this podcast. And we this- found our thing. <laughs> um where were we what do you um what's your take on york peppermint patties no one needs them yeah i kind of agree yeah i don't i mean they're fine i would have one if it was in front of me but i would have one like most candy i can't stop at one Uh uh-huh and i'd have one and be like i think i'm done okay you know what um i feel like i'm talking about my boyfriend a lot on this episode but we've been very into sweetheart ropes Oof. have you had them no, I don't think so. They are... Sounds gross. Here's the problem, is we kept buying them at the same gas station, and the gas station's sweetheart ropes were very old until I think we bought them all, and they had to get new So ones. then the new ones are great. Well, here's the thing. My boyfriend likes the stale ones, apparently, <sighs> and so I bought the new one, and I was like, look, these are like... And I handed one to him, and he goes, why are they so humid? By that meaning, like, squishy Soft. and fresh. <laughs> and he was like, I miss how it was, like, crunchy. And I was like, they're not supposed to be crunchy. Yeah. That was a sign of a bad one. I mean, yeah, it's like a, a chewy. One, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on Halloween? <laughs> I think what I was going to say before we got, like, sidetracked is um, that I think for us, maybe we don't have a lot of, we don't, like, have a huge story regarding Halloween, but thinking, like, this lady or about other people watching who maybe came from more, um, maybe, like, intense traditions, they might have had a more intense relationship to Halloween to like yeah. see all the kids trick or treating and being like, this is evil or, and I'm sure that would be hard to then like healing your relationship with Halloween or choosing not to. But I just thought maybe, maybe us two weren't the right people for this topic. But I think that in the deconstruction world, I do think it is a real topic that people wonder about. Yeah. I think my only fine or my final thought would be, that it's a good case study in the fact that like what's a roadblock for you mm. is probably not or maybe not for someone else. It doesn't make it any less real for you. So it's like for us, it's like whatever. Like it obviously I, hopefully this was engaging and fun and a little funny. Yeah. But we don't obviously have a lot of steam behind this one. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not real for someone else. And I think that can be said for almost every other thing in deconstruction. Absolutely. Which is an important thing to understand is like what is your hill to die on? Like, what makes you cry when you're leaving your version of home goods and seeing all the stuff around? Like, there's something like that for you, right? That yeah. That was like this for this girl and like that for you and me and, and our different things. And I think it's important to say, what is the really big hill for me and understanding what that is, but also saying it's not that for everyone and how can I respect mine, but also respect other people's. Right. Because I don't think that people are inviting the devil in by putting fake potion bottles in their house. Yeah, we gloss over that as well. I think putting up decorations and celebrating Halloween is not inherently evil. I agree. I think sometimes there are a lot. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it's like, okay, why does your yard look like um, a graveyard? Yeah, I think it would be worse if you just sat in your house and ate only red Starburst for a whole night. (laughs) (laughs) That is inviting the devil in. Yeah, right. Um, Okay, well, do you... Have any recommendations? Do you have any Halloween recommendations or no? Ooh. 
we've been watching a lot of Halloween films. Yeah. Okay. You start with yours. I'm going to try to think of one. I'm going to give a few takes on three different Halloween movies I watched. Okay. okay. Um, that I'd never seen. We watched Halloween Town. I really enjoyed it. Like the Disney movie? Yeah. Yeah. That was that adorable. Yeah. I it, really loved it. Is it on it. Disney Plus? Um, yes. I'm going to have to great. find that. Uh, then we watched Halloween. Yeah. With um, with Jamie Lee Finch. Foster. Jamie Lee. No, Jody. Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Loved it. Pretty scary, but pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, and then we watched Hocus Pocus. I didn't like it. I thought it was very annoying. And honestly, my boyfriend's feelings were pretty hurt about that. Yeah. Watched that the night my wife asked for a divorce, so I don't really like that <laughs> one. <laughs> that was what you chose to watch? Uh, just like... That was your uh, healing movie? I'm going to stop my joke there because it's going to get too real. But, okay. Uh, no, I did not choose to watch that movie, among other things. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to... Do you have anyone else? I'm trying to find the movie well, that I was going to pull up. I will say that... Um, those are the pretty much the three that we watch. Okay, I can't find this movie, um, but I'm gonna just. I haven't seen it yet, but it's on my want to watch list. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's like, it's a Halloween horror movie meets Back to the Future, and so it's like there's this. It's kind of like the movie Halloween a little bit. Like there's okay. a slasher going through town, but it's like their parents tell the story, but they all survived it, and then this killer comes back to like finish the job, like decades later but then they go back in time in this time machine that they accidentally build and so it's like this campy horror movie i saw it uh get reviewed on tiktok and i was like i really really want to see this is it new i think it's new ish Um, oh that sounds really fun yeah i want to to find it so maybe in our next episode i'll try to to bring it up or drop it into our instagram yeah i would want to watch that but movie recommendation not a halloween movie but is a horror movie Cabin in the Woods, one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, never and, seen it. And uh, it's a great, uh, it's like horror movie satire, but also mm. like pretty decently scary. Like it's okay. good. So it kind of like takes a run at all of the tropes of horror movies. Like you're in a cabin, like Cabin in the Woods yeah. is the ultimate one, right? And it kind of, the whole story of it is really, really funny. It has really good actors in it. Mm. Uh, and it's outstanding i think i might watch it tonight actually okay um it's I... one of the only horror movies that i really jam on because i get really scared i like poop my pants scared yeah and so i'm a gentle soul and can't mm-hmm. do it so what's it on i bought it on prime i think okay but i think that it is on um it's on it's on something maybe okay that's good yeah well i might have uh... bought it on apple I think, maybe. oh okay um well we'll wrap it up there uh this was a fun and spooky episode and everybody remember to embrace the journey (laughs) i'm so glad you followed me on that we were on the same wavelength yeah i was with you